You get me a pile, and then you get me whittles. You bring them both to me, or I'll have your heart and liver out, David Gardner. What's up, everybody? Naz back for another episode of East Society's 31 Days of Horror. Tonight, I am coming at you with the 1986 remake of the... Geez, what year was that original one made? Um, I think it was in the 50s. 1953. Uh, but anyway, yeah, 1986 remake of Invaders from Mars. They arrived without warning. They hid where no one would look. Are you okay, Dad? Everything's fine now. David! They're after the one person on Earth who knows who they are. And what they've become. Invaders from Mars, rated PG. Invaders from Mars starts Friday at a theater near you. All right, this was directed by the great Toby Hooper, and this stars Karen Black, Hunter Carson, Dan O'Banion, Laurie Newman, James Karen, uh, Nurse Ratchet, um, Louise Fletcher, uh, who else? Um, I guess Jimmy Hunt was in this, the kid from the original. Um, invaders from Mars and uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Detective George Francisco, Eric Pierpoint. Uh, he was um, uh, George Francisco um, in the uh, TV show Alien Nation. Awesome, awesome TV show. I'm eventually going to cover that show as well as that movie at some point. It'll probably just be me because I'm the only fan of that show and the movie. But anyway, Invaders from Mars. After flying saucer lands in his backyard, a young boy sets out to save the townsfolk that have become the zombie-like puppets of alien invaders. All right, that was Google. Let's see what uh, IMDb has to say. A boy tries to stop aliens who have taken over his town and are attempting to brainwash its inhabitants. This is uh, sci-fi horror, and yes, it, it was that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Put it in, in this, uh, in this category of uh, thirty-one days of horror. Um, here's another storyline in this remake of the classic '50s sci-fi tale. A boy tries to stop an invasion of his town by aliens who take over the minds of his parents, his least liked school teacher, and other townspeople. With the aid of a school nurse, the boy enlists the aid of the U.S. Marines. Um. It was awesome. I liked uh, what was going on in this film. I know some people didn't really care for it. The original one was cool. I mean, it was what it was for 1953. 
But uh, of course, I'm a kid of the 80s, and uh, I am going to lean more towards this one. But I do love the original. Don't 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 get me wrong. Um, trying to read some trivia. Jimmy Hunt, uh, the boy who played young David McLean in the original Invaders from Mars, and the police, and the police chief in this re- he uh, he was the the police chief in this remake. Uh, I did not notice that. I'm gonna have to go go look at some pictures and everything before. Uh. Uh, when Linda and David are hiding in the boiler room, the police enter while searching from, from them for them. The Globehead Martian from the original film came. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, the, in the original uh, Invaders from Mars, the '53 version, the uh, I guess the leader uh, of the Martians, uh, he was like in this like uh, little glass bubble dome head or whatever. They show him really quick when they are running around the basement of the school. Um, but uh, again, this movie was awesome. I loved it. Um, let me see some other facts that I could find, which seem interesting to me. Hmm. Special effects. Awesome. I, I loved uh, just about all the special, no CGI boys and girls. This isn't, in the all or nothing days where everything was made by hand, especially the aliens, which I loved. They kind of reminded me that um, not the main alien, the the leader, the leader was kind of scary. It's like this little brain looking bug that just went oh and made kind of noise, all kinds of noises. But um, the uh, little foot soldier aliens, they were like big, giant, round monsters. I don't think they had arms. I don't remember seeing arms, but they had their legs and the big, giant mouths and uh, a couple of them had their um, their weapons was like this big, like a big eyeball on, on the side of them. And it was able to shoot uh, lasers and everything. But in this story, uh, George Gardner encourages his 12-year-old son David's dreams to becoming an astronaut by stargazing with him. A thunderstorm wakes David and he observes a strange alien spaceship landing on Copper Hill just beyond his house. All right, yeah, the the young little kid, David, he's just kid, man, doing his thing. Awesome house. Uh, I love this uh, view. If you look at the poster, Invaders from Mars, that was his backyard, and that's where the alien ship came down. So, yeah, him and his dad were just kind of stargazing and everything, and then they they see um, it starts to rain and storm thunder and lightning and all that. So uh, David's like, all right, well, his dad goes, come on, let's, let's go to bed. So David's like, all right. So he kind of lays down. But then he starts to hear all kinds of crazy, uh, well, other than the thunder and the lightning, he starts to hear crazy things and he's seeing all these flashing lights. So he looks out his back window and he sees this this alien spaceship. It looked like a big boulder type of thing, but it goes behind that hillside. He sees it go down. He ah, runs and tells his mom. Uh, the, the kid, uh, David, uh, Car- Hunter Carson. Excuse me. Um. I haven't, I've probably seen him in other things, but I, nothing really comes to mind. But um, this little guy, he he seemed to just uh, overact. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Maybe that's why they picked him. I mean, not to say that he's a bad actor. Hey, I'm not an actor. I'm just a fat guy behind a microphone. 
But there was times where he was like just going for it with his lines and everything. But it it, it wasn't it, it wasn't bad. I'm not, I'm just me talking shit. But anyway, so he runs and tells his parents, and they're like, ah, whatever. It's just nothing. You were dreaming, and go back to sleep. Uh, we'll check it out tomorrow. So the next day, David gets up. He goes downstairs, and his mom's down there cooking. He's kind of talking to her. Well, where's dad? And then he comes walking into the house uh, in his uh, robe and his slippers. Well, he's missing one slipper. And David's looking at him like he doesn't, dad doesn't seem right. But he's just like, oh, well, maybe I just don't feel good. That's, that's how his dad was talking. And the mom was like, hey, well, what's going on? And he's like, uh, yeah, I just, I didn't see anything back there. And uh, I got to go to work. So mom goes off to work. David goes to school. Uh, he goes to school and Mrs. Uh, Keach, I think that was her name. Uh, that was uh, Nurse Ratchet. Um, what the hell was her name? Uh, Louise Fletcher. Rest in peace. Um, she, she, I don't know. She, she got kind of got typecasted in all those little bitchy roles after uh, the Nurse Ratchet. Um role <laughs> but i mean not to say she's a bad actress she, she's awesome anyway so she seems to she, she seems to be that that one bitch teacher we all had growing up so excuse me uh i, I blame uh rock star energy drink anyway um so he he's doing his thing at school but then the teacher is just kind of uh he he pisses off the teacher and all that. So he's like, all right, whatever. He just doesn't really think nothing of it. He goes back home and then he's, uh, his parents aren't home. He he doesn't really know what's happening, but then they, they eventually get home. Uh, his dad is still acting all weird. And then he tells, um, the, uh, I guess some, uh, Guys come up to go check back behind the house to see what it is because he kind of tells uh, other people at his job because when David's there, his dad and, and this guy come out of the bushes all and they're talking all weird like this. And then David's still kind of like, eh, something's wrong, but he doesn't really know. So, but the next morning he gets up uh, and his mom's in the kitchen making breakfast and then she's, Hey, what do you want for breakfast? And she's talking all weird. So David's like, oh, fuck, man. What's what's happening here? Dad comes walking in and his mom goes, oh, it's really cool. Hey, we should go for a picnic back there after school. And dad, yeah, that sounds like a good idea or whatever the hell they were saying. But David's like, what? He Oh, he notices something uh, when he's uh, his dad is sitting down at the breakfast table and he walks up. And he goes, because he notices both of his parents are being weird. His mom's cooking, but she's like burning all the food. And David's like, oh, okay, well, all right. But when he sees his dad, he notices something on the back of his neck, but he doesn't really think anything of it. So he goes to school. Uh, his teacher is still acting the way she is, but he notices there's something weird about her. So he kind of, uh, she's, uh, during cloud during I guess during recess or whatever he kind of goes into her to her uh, back into the classroom and there's this little back closet that she goes into 
he David walked back there to look, and he was just kind of just, and he notices um, his teacher's got a Band-Aid on the back of her neck. So he's like, oh, man. So, but when he gets closer to her, she spins around because she's sitting at this desk doing something. She spins around, and then she has a, she's eating a frog. Like, the legs are sticking out of her mouth, and she's, like, trying to suck it all in. David, ah, he goes running out of there. She jumps up and goes running after him. Uh, David goes and runs into the uh, the nurse's office. Um, Linda Magnuson, uh, plays by uh, by Karen Black. And he's, she, she's trying to, oh, she, uh, the, nobody likes the tea. That's this teacher, Mrs. Keach uh, or Kate or whatever, Kelch. So um, Linda Magnuson, the nurse, she's kind of like, oh, I just need David. So, but Mrs. Uh, uh, his teacher's like, hey, I need him. He needs to come with me right now. He's an, He's being an asshole or whatever the hell she said. But Linda was kind of like, eh, I'm, you know what? I'm just going to keep him here. He's, he's not feeling too good. So David kind of spills his guts to her and tells her uh, what's going on. But she's kind of like, what? She's not really believing what he's saying. So, I mean, basically the rest of the movie, David uh, is trying to convince people that something's wrong. Something happened up behind that, behind his house. Um, and we need to figure out what it is. So eventually uh, the nurse does kind of, all right, I believe you because there's some things that go on that she she finds out. Oh, they go up to the back of, uh, um, they go up to the, to the behind his house and they're, they're up on the top of this hill and they're looking down onto this like, um, looks like a, like a little sand pit. And they see these two workers back there. They're uh, like guys from NASA because I, I guess uh, David's dad called them and they they were supposed to go out there and look. So they're kind of up in the uh, up in the cuts up 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 above watching them, and then they see they're kind of walking around on, on the sand, and all of a sudden it starts spinning and ah, they get sucked uh, under the sand. So Linda's kind of like, all right, I, I realize what's what's happening here. Um, so eventually they're like, you know what? We need to, we need to do something uh, about this. Um, David and Linda meet, they end up going to like, uh, the, the military and, uh, it says David and Linda meet with the general Wilson commander of the military base that employs David's father. The general begins to believe them when the two alien abductees at the site are exposed. The, the two guys that went, that they saw go underground or get sucked under the sand work there. So um, when David's telling them, like I, a movie, everyone, but I don't think the military would have listened to these two. But um, they bring the, the general brings those two guys in. Oh, be, before David actually like spills his guts and everything, he tells them what's going on. He's like, you know what? I need to see your back of your neck. Um, so he looks at the generals, nothing's back there, and his other guys, and then do you need to see mine too? And he goes, yeah, and nothing's there. So they're like, all right, okay, uh, we're all good. So that's when he starts telling them uh, what's going on. But he goes, all right, well, those two guys work here. Let's bring them up here. So though he brings those two dudes uh, up to uh, his office, and they're like, all right, well, uh, start explaining yourself. And before they can actually, they kind of look at each other, 
And before they can say something, the the backs of their necks go like blows up like sparks. And they go, ah, no, they pull out their guns and they're getting ready to shoot the general. But then uh, their, their little things blew up and they fall on the ground. So they're all looking at them. And then these uh, things start like coming out of the back of their neck, whatever they jammed in there. It starts spinning and spinning, and and it comes out. It looks like these big, long needles. It looks like about maybe two inches long. And they're like, what the hell is that? They're not sure what it is. So, like, one of them, these other scientists come in, and they kind of take it. So the general and everybody are on board. They say, okay, something something is going on. Um, So, well, earlier, uh, David tried to go to the cops, uh, and they weren't having it. And he had noticed that they had things in the back of their neck, that little mark on the back of their neck too so he's like oh, okay well these guys are a part of it and then he went to the military and all that so the, the general and all those guys you know what okay this is this is what it's going to take we we got to go in and, and and take all this down so they all load up and they go to uh the um i skipped some things i, I don't i'm not going to run through every play by play but um they end up going to oh wait, 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 let me let me go back uh david ends up going before they went to the military he goes uh back up to that hill and he goes he finds a, a hole uh where um the some of those uh guys got kidnapped and, and like the police i think because uh yeah the police got taken so he, he goes through this hole and it act, and actually goes into the 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 spaceship and he starts looking around he sees the big monsters he sees the the little head, the the leader of the, of the of the gang, uh, with his big giant head. So he's like, "Oh man!" And uh, his teacher's in there too because she was also trying to get um, take all the kids up there because she kept saying, "Yeah, we're gonna have a field trip up there." So David was like, ah, "I ain't going to that." But um, the big giant alien leader—he looks like just a big brain. With uh, they look like little hands, but they're not really. But so once uh, once he sees all that, sees what they're doing, he actually sees um them stick uh one of those things in the back of their necks. So he kind of gets the hell out of there, and then that's when he goes to the, the with his teacher, and they go to the the military and all that, but. So the Marines and everybody load up all their gear and they head out behind uh, David's house. Um, they kind of set up everything. They're not really sure on what is uh, going to happen. So one of, when they're all the soldiers are down there, one of them kind of falls in and then he gets uh, sucked under the sand. And then he, he gets the thing in the back of his neck uh, and everything. So they're like, oh man. So they kind of, really gear up with more. So they uh, get these um, other soldiers to go down there and they all have like uh, ropes tied around them and they have all this uh, explosive that they're supposed to set. So once the sand starts spinning, they kind of set the explosives in, on the sand and it starts to get sucked down. But then everyone starts pulling the, the ropes and then they pull out all the soldiers and everything. But those uh, explosives went down underground and then it blows up and blows a big hole uh, into the ground. So that's when all the Marines and everyone, all right, let's go. And they all just go into the hole to see what's going on. 
um, David and uh, his teacher, uh, they were down there also in the sand and they kind of get sucked under. So they're down there and they, they got sucked in there before all the, uh, the military and all them went in there. So they're going, they're down there. David, he kind of wakes up. He sees that they're, they got his, uh, Linda, the nurse, Karen black, and they're getting ready to stick that thing in the back of her neck. And she's, he's trying to talk to the big brain bug, like, please, please don't, don't hurt my teacher. Come on. Just let's let everyone go. And his teacher's standing there too. And she's like, Oh, David, you've been nothing but a pain in the ass and all this. And, uh, she was basically speaking for the aliens. So he's like, come on, come on, please don't do it. And then he gets all mad because they're about to do the stick thing in the back of uh, Linda's neck. And David gets hella mad and he punches the little brain bug or the brain leader alien. And then all hell breaks loose. Ah, he kind of wakes up uh, uh, Linda and they get up and they start running and uh, the leader, ah, he starts screaming. And then all those other big giant monsters start chasing him. And then here come the military to save the day. They, they end up find, finding David and Linda. And then those monsters are running everywhere. And they just, just start gunning everything up. So they're like, they're just fighting to, to get the hell out of there. There was this cool, little, it looked like a some kind of round drill looking thing. Look, like it had blades on it and it was spinning going down. I think that's what made the, the tunnels. I, that's what I thought. I'm not sure what it exactly did, but everyone was running from that and diving and everything. But the, the military ended up, uh, they tried to go back to where they came in, but when they got there, it was sealed up and they're like, Oh man, how are we going to get out? Well, we got two minutes to figure out how the hell we're going to get out of here because they, all the military went down. They set all kinds of charges everywhere. So they, uh, they're like, all right, um, David, oh, David earlier, he, he had all these pennies and everything. And he had noticed, I guess, copper, these aliens were, were stealing copper. And I, I guess the copper is what was powering their, their, their energy and their weapons. And, uh, cause David saw one of those things do it earlier. Um, but when they were like, well, how are we going to get out of here? They, one of the little dead aliens that were laying there, they, they took the gun thing off the side of his head and he go, here, we, we should use this. And then he goes, well, how, they weren't sure on how it works. And then David goes, I saw how they, they put copper in this. And he goes, but we, does anyone have any pennies or anything? And one of the, the, the generals yell, who's got a penny? Who's got a penny? Nobody's got a penny. And then one of the soldiers was like, well, we make it uh, that we don't have change when we go into combat. And so like, ah, earlier in the film, David's dad gave him a, a penny, um, some mint, whatever, years, years back penny in a little case. And then David, remember, he has that. So he pulls it out and he opens it up. He sticks it in the little gun thing. And then uh, it fires. So burns a big hole. So all of them, ah, so everybody goes rushing out. This part made me laugh. All the military, they grabbed Linda and they all go hauling ass uh, out of there. And um, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what, what about, uh, what about all the, 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 I mean, I don't know how many soldiers were down there and uh, they're supposed to be protecting David. They, Dave was like the last one to get out of there, man. All those soldiers, like, 
we're getting the hell out of there. And then um, David, uh, David's parents were also down there, and they're under mind control. So they start going, David, David, come here. Come on, come with us. And David goes running back in there. Mom, Dad, uh, come on. You, you got to leave. You, you, this place is going to blow up. And then they, like, start running after him. So David, ah, he goes running back up uh, the tunnel and runs out to uh, the hole that they made. He gets up to the top, and he's up on the sand, and he's running. And then they show the clock ticking down. He's ah, he was always screaming the whole time. He's running, hauling ass, and then the the clock struck zero. And then before the the the, the ship was getting ready to take off, uh, but once they got out, it, it ended up did taking off. It took off and started going up into the atmosphere. And then the clock struck zero and blew up the whole um uh, blew up the whole spaceship. And that that was it. But when when it blew up, the uh, little things in the back of uh, David's parents went. It, it blew up. I'm surprised it didn't kill him, but it kind of knocked them out of uh, the mind control of the, of, of the Mars invaders. So they were like, ah, he was all happy and everything. But then when when all that hell broke loose and everything, David like woke up. And he was like, well, what the fuck? And then he, he was like, mom, dad, he started running and he was screaming and yelling. And uh, it was all a dream. So he was like, oh, and they were like, it, it's you're all right. You're all right. It's just a dream. It's just a dream. And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, he goes, it really happened. And they were like, uh, OK, whatever. But yeah. So, yeah, after after the thing blew up. Uh, that's when he he woke up. I, I'm watching this right now. I had to make sure I was remembering right. So, but, um, so David is like, oh, okay, it was it was all a dream, and he's mom and dad. He's telling his mom and dad the story, and, and they they're kind of like, well, it's an amazing story. And his dad's like, nothing. It's just a uh, nothing. It's it was just lightning. You had a bad dream, and we're all good. I was like, okay, well, it's time to go to sleep. So David and mom and dad go to bed. David ends up laying there. But there's the storm is still going on. So he's laying there looking, and all of a sudden he sees, he hears that, that sound again, and then he runs to the window, and he sees flashes, and then he sees that spaceship coming back down. They go behind it, and he's like, ah! He goes running into his mom and dad's room. Mom, dad! He busts open the door and he's looking at them. He's got this shock look on his face and he goes, no, and then freeze frame. And then that's your movie. So. uh, I I love this movie. I mean, it it was it was creepy. It it was spooky, especially with all the aliens and and Nurse Ratchet being all weird and crazy and everything. Um, But this movie was awesome. I loved it. I mean, I loved it way more than the original one. It's it's a classic film. Don't get me wrong. That one's more just sci-fi. This one, they kind of did the little eeriness, scary factor in it. So that's why they threw quote unquote horror uh, in, in this. In the, But Invaders from Mars, it's an awesome film. It is streaming on is it Freebie or Tubi, one of those ones. Um, Pluto TV, whatever that is. I, I don't have that one. I know it's free. But uh, it's on there, and I think it's got ads and all that. Um, but it, there's there's a decent copy on 
YouTube. Uh, that's the one I watched. Um, I missed the the Blu-ray. It's it's out of print, and I'm not paying the prices that those guys want. I have the DVD, but it was on Blu-ray or on uh, YouTube, so it was easier to, to watch it there. But um, there's more, a little more to the story, but I basically kind of ran through the whole thing. But uh, it's got its similarities uh, to the original film. Um, but I, to me, I just think this is better. I mean, not to say they did a bad job in 1953, but it was it was it was good for that time. So basically, same thing. Vader's from Mars coming, kid trying to tell everybody. I don't remember how that one ended. I'm gonna have to rewatch that one again. But yeah, Invaders from Mars. Uh, Toby Hooper, awesome, awesome. You guys, you guys already know who he is. Text Chainsaw Massacre and Eating Alive and Text Chainsaw Massacre Two and Poltergeist uh, and everything. Uh, he did pass away uh, a few years ago in 2017. He was 74. Um, but he left us with some awesome movies again. Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Two, Poltergeist, Life Force. Uh, geez, what were the other ones? Um, Funhouse, uh, Salem's Lot, the uh, original '79 TV miniseries. He he did that. He did some amazing stories. I know he did some Freddy's Nightmares. Um, Tales from the Crypt, I think. And a bunch of other TV stuff. I mean, he worked pretty much all the way uh, to the end. He he did a lot of good stuff uh, for us. I know a lot of people are saying that uh, he was labeled as the director for Poltergeist, but um, they were just saying Steven Spielberg kind of took over the whole thing. I don't know. I wasn't there. But um, Invaders from Mars, definitely an awesome film. So I highly recommend you guys check it out to see the awesomeness of it, uh, the cinematography, the special effects, uh, everything in it, they made by hand. So that's how awesome this film is. But will they ever do a remake this again? I don't know. But if they did, it'd be just be a big CGI fest. And I don't think it'll be awesome as this one. But who knows? I could be wrong. But on that note, uh, we're going to be out of here. Oh, really, really quick. The budget was seven million dollars. Uh, it did not do good in the box office. It only made four point nine million. Didn't even make its money back. But uh, Canon Pictures put it out, and you know when you see that logo, you know shit's about to get real. But uh, I saw this in the theater, and I loved it. So take uh, my advice: uh, do yourself a favor and watch uh, Toby Hooper's nineteen eighty six horror or sci fi horror film. Invaders from Mars. So, with that, everyone, please be safe out there. Come back tomorrow for more. So, until then, party on. Stop.